Blessings, and welcome to Arms Upheld, Support in Life's Hard Battles. I'm Lynn Pierce, and I'm here to hold up your arms with encouragement, something to think on, and a prayer to focus on the one who holds all things together while you continue to fight the battles in your life. In the midst of battle, life can feel overwhelming, challenging, or beyond. I don't know what God has called you to do, what battlefield you are walking through, but at times you may find yourself feeling this way. I want you to know that even though your battle likely looks different than mine, I'm here to support you. I want to stand with you until the breakthrough happens and you can see the victory materialize. My hope is that these few minutes we spend together will help you lighten your load, feel seen, connected, and loved, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's begin with God's Word. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Ephesians six seventeen. Today, I would like us to use our imaginations a bit. I hope you will join me on this little meander. At the end of it, if you'd like to replace your bulky metal helmet securely over your head, you are welcome to do so. For the next 10 minutes or so, I propose the question, what if the helmet looks more like a crown? What if the helmet of salvation looks more like a crown? When we accept God's free gift of salvation in Jesus, we become his child. 1 John 3.1 reminds us, See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. A helmet protects the head, encapsulating the mind. Our mind and our thoughts are important to secure. I propose that a crown could do just that. A constant reminder of who we are, whose we are, and why we're here would do a great deal to direct our thoughts and guard our mind from attacks. For you see, we are made in the image of God, as Genesis 1.27 tells us. Moreover, Psalm 139 reminds us that we are knit together by the hands of God and are fearfully and wonderfully made. This is who we are, created by Him. Therefore, His Word determines our identity. His love makes us his children. We belong to him. We are his. Isaiah 43, 7 concisely states all of this. God references his sons and daughters in the previous verse and then calls them, Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory whom I formed and made. We are who he made us to be. We are his children, and we are here to glorify him. Years and years ago, there was a young girl who understood this 
and found favor with God. And when an angel appeared calling her, O favored one, Mary listened as Gabriel described the promise of a divine conception that would result in her bearing a son, the Son of God, Jesus. Her response revealed her sparkling crown and her willingness to glorify her Lord in whatever way he chose for her. Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. From Luke 1.38 From this exchange, we can see that Mary knew the Lord and that he knew Mary. He saw something special in her. But is she the only one? Are we not also favored by God? Does he not have special assignments for us all? We are all his. But are we secure in our identity in him? Is our crown resting on a pillow in a case, or do we wear it daily? Are our thoughts filtered through our identity in Christ and measured against his truth? Are we at the ready to proclaim like Mary, let it be to me according to your word? As we follow Mary on her journey, as I love to do, we find her visiting her cousin Elizabeth. While she is there, she composes the Magnificat. Luke 1, 46-55 are the words of this young girl as the things the angel spoke of are coming true. She stands firm in her identity in the Lord, but also on her knowledge of his scriptures. Listen to these verses found in the Old Testament before I read her words. Psalm 34, 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. From Psalm 138, 6. For though the Lord is high, he regards the lowly. Jeremiah 10, 6. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great, and your name is great in might. From Psalm 103, 17. But the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him. Isaiah 52, 10. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. From Job 5.11 he sets on high those who are lowly. Psalm 107.9 For he satisfies the longing soul, and the hungry soul he fills with good things. From Psalm 98.3 He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. And from Psalm 105, verses 8-10 to 10, He remembers his covenant forever the covenant that he made with Abraham, to Israel as an everlasting covenant. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name.
and his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. Do you think, as she praises Adonai, a sword appears in her hand? I wonder how many times throughout her life she repeated these words. Perhaps she sang them. Songs seem to be easier to remember than spoken or written words. So one way we can arm ourselves is to be sure the things we listen to are based on God's Word. These include songs, podcasts, sermons, but also reels and videos on social media shows, movies, and even ads. As we guard our ears and saturate our hearts in His Word, our thoughts will be directed toward truth. Then perhaps our words will reflect such a heart of praise. Let's exercise our imaginations once more. I leave you today with an image of a queasy teenage Jewish girl in a grove near her cousin's home. She walks through patches of shade and sunlight, arms outstretched, touching the leaves that God himself created. As she strolls, she hums a tune, and then the song of praise that's been floating around inside her for a while now finally breaks free. The melody fills the space around her, reaching intimately into her womb and extending all the way to heaven. The sunlight falls upon her humble head and glistens. It sparkles as a hint of a glittering crown appears, only to fade away as she steps into the shade of an olive tree. Mary moves back into a sunlit area to kneel in worship to her Lord. She bows in reverence, then raises her eyes and arms heavenward as the final notes are offered. The crown appears again in translucent shimmers. In her hand glints the image of a mighty sword. She rises to her feet and stands firmly for a moment before turning back toward the house. As she passes under the cover of a tree, the joy remains on her tear-streaked face, but the crown and sword disappear. Or do they? If you are a child of the king, a crown rests upon your head as well. It's our job to put it on daily, and step into the light. It is also our responsibility to study the Word of God, hiding it in our hearts so that when we need it, a sword appears in our hands, brightly shining. 
Let's pray. Heavenly Father, how do we begin to thank you for all that you have given us? May our souls magnify you. May our spirits rejoice in you, our Savior. We are truly blessed. You have given us so many good things, including Mary and all she can teach us, as well as the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. Thank you for your word that stands true forever. Remind us as we celebrate the coming of your Son, who we are, whose we are, and our purpose in glorifying you. To you be the glory. May peace reach our hearts this Christmas. In the name of Jesus, Emmanuel. Amen. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me. Your time is precious and I appreciate it. This week leading up to Christmas, I hope your hearts prepare him room and may Emmanuel be ever with you. Merry Christmas, friend. Remember, God is for you and so am I.